a mile rate thanks to Australasia's best harness action at thetrots.com.au where you can watch every race live and free on Trots Vision. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to the Mile Rate. Uh, we'll look back at Melton last night, eight of in card, and uh, two trainers dominated, uh, Emma Stewart preparing half the program, four of the winners, and John Justice with a training and driving double as well. And uh, we'll reflect over some of the... Uh, the Breeders' Crown races, it was a terrific night uh, Friday night, but all the major players were able to get through and, and a big program today at Maryborough with heats of the uh, the two-year-old, the pacing divisions. The semi-finals will be run next Saturday night at Melton in the Breeders' Crown. As I welcome in uh, Rob Orber this morning on the mile rate. How are you, Rob? Yeah, very well, Danny. A very good morning to you. Uh, as you mentioned, it was an eight-race card program last night at uh, Melton. We saw the Ben Stud Standard Breads Rising Star pace final. It was a group three event. Uh, we saw a very impressive horse in Hector who seems to be uh, taking it all before him and also uh, the Victorian Harness Racing Media Association Graham Gotham Memorial. We saw a wonderful performance by Polly put the kettle on uh, a 152.2 mile rate. So there's certainly some uh, Good horses to be talking about, and as you mentioned, Emma Stewart uh, dominating, and good to see John Justice getting a double. His team's going really well. He's doing a great job, John. He certainly is. Uh, Rob, we might have a look at the third event, the first of uh, the leg of the double for John Justice with his trotter, uh, a hatchback, who went around at decent odds, taking out race three. John Justice has been saying, catch me if you can in this last lap and a bit on hatchback. They're 10 metres clear, 29.7 the third quarter. They look all over the winners. 15 metres to Queen Invasion in second place. Royal Charlotte against the inside, then Chinese Whisper. Chizzy coming from the clouds, but hatchback's bolted up. Hatchback beats Royal Charlotte by 12 metres. Three metres, Chizzy third, a metre and a half. I'm Pegasus fourth. Hatchback taking it out there. Luke Humphreys, your caller from last night. It was uh, well, he made it look like it was a one-act affair. The horse officially started six dollars, but he he looked like it was a dollar twenty shot. Yeah, he could have to good odds, didn't he, Dan? Uh, it was a very good run. He's been racing well without the best of luck. Uh, he recorded a mile rate of 158.8. Uh, it was a 47.7 lead time, 30.7, 29.4, and 28.9 home. Uh, he won by 14 metres. Uh, he uh, came around, sat in the breeze. Uh, Queen Invasion was leading in the race, and, you know, John sort of summed up that Daryl Douglas uh, was uh, having a bit of trouble restraining Queen Invasion, who was getting a bit keen. So he pressed on to take the lead. And from that point, he, he never looked like getting run down. He was just travelling strongly. The favourite ultimate stride worked into the race with the trail. However, just broke down the back straight, which ruined its chances and uh, was put on the last chance to race truly by uh, the stewards. But Hatchback, uh, a very good win race by Graham Riley, who's been a, um, a, a wonderful uh, owner for John. He's been very, uh, very loyal to the stable for a very, very uh, long time. He's raced some good horses and um, John's wife, Kasha, part owning the horse. Uh, Royal Charlotte, much improved run for Paul Males. Uh, she's been sort of working back into form. Uh, certainly uh, a much better run last night with Zach Phillips taking the drive. Chizzy was third. I am, I am Pegasus fourth. Majestical Bell fifth. But it really was a, a one-act affair and Hatchback deserves all the accolades. He's going really well, Dan. Race four was the DH Steel Battle of the Claimers uh, final. It was the same field that went around in the heat uh, last week. Uh, Mighty Flying Art looked priced uh, to win <laughs> because they best on uh, claiming uh, prices. So he gets uh, a decent draw. He's a horse with gate speed. He went around as a $1.20 favourite and never looked likely to be beaten. 
450 out down the side and it's Mighty Flying Arc cruising along by three moves to Franco Hampton. Three moves on the inside a million promises third, 28.1 third quarter. Similar margin, gobsmacked fourth, struggling to hold the back of Franco Hampton. Van Mara nowhere to go, three back to Pegs, pocket the deal outside, Tupelo Beach is held up. At the distance, Mighty Flying Arc, three moves to Franco Hampton. To the inside a million promises, they were followed by Van Mara but Mighty Flying Arc's doing it well and Mighty Flying Arc's going to go on and lead through out again. Mighty Flying Art first. Beats Franco Hampton by seven metres. A half neck a million promises. Third a metre. Just easy work for Mighty Flying Art. It was pretty well organised by the, the team that are uh, involved with Mighty Flying Art. Uh, having, um, I, I'd say, knowing for sure that uh, people would be interested in wanting to claim the horse, he was able to take out the heat and the final, as well as the claiming price. It made it a pretty good payday for connections. But he was claimed. So too was A Million Promises and so too was Gobsmacked. Yeah, look, uh, he's done a really good job for the stable. Congratulations to Julie and Glenn. They've done a phenomenal job with his six-year-old. Uh, he joined the stable and, as you mentioned, uh, there was a period there he was struggling and then he just really started to recapture his form and find his mojo. He put up some really good performances and, as you said, I think they've, um, you know, they've uh, they've done their calculations uh, going into this battle of the claimers and, you know, they've had a really good financial return as a result of it and that's one of the great things about claiming races. It does provide people with an opportunity not only the purchase of horse, but also and that enables uh, people to actually place their horses. A mighty flying art return a mile rate of 154.3, 7.1 lead time, 30.1, 30.2, 28.2, and home in 26.6. He gave nothing else a chance. Franco Hampton, I thought, was a nice effort once again. Sat without cover for the Emma Stewart stable. Dave Moran taking the drive. Battled on well for second. A million promises. As you mentioned, has been claimed. Uh, she enjoyed a good trip behind the speed. Van Mara also along the pegs into fourth placing. But it was a, an elementary easy win for Mighty Flying Art. Race uh, number five on the card. This was the second leg of the uh, training driving double for John Justice. But hurling you in is... Uh I think it's taken a while for everything to work out for Huli Nien. He's always been a horse that's had a lot of ability, uh, but he's got a very sharp turn of foot, and uh, he's really come into his own, I think, over the course of the last six months or so, and uh, he was able to provide John Justice with his second winner of the night in race five. Back in the day, couldn't hold his back. Jean-Luc Flat, bulletproof boy. The Cerise leads right down the middle, but 15 off the front. It'll be Sylvester. Three back the pegs, gets out, comes in towards the outer, and then came Shorty's mate. Is also nipped right up on the inside. 28.3 third quarter. Rick Riley hauling in looms up. Five metres to Duke of Dundee, and then came Jillaby Sylvester. It's Rick Riley kicking on from hauling in. Hauling in the outside goes home best, though, from Rick Riley. Takes the lead, and hauling in on the outside gets up to beat Rick Riley a half head. A bit too good. Hauling in beat Rick Riley. Three metres, Jillaby Sylvester. Th- and that was uh, Hool in the end. Unfortunately, we didn't have, uh, uh, weren't able to get uh, interviews via the uh, the Trots Vision uh, set up last night. A few little issues there. I noticed they're still uh, on the website, not able to get some of the replays up as well, Rob. But uh, look, Hool in the end was, uh, he was terrific. I, I was keen on his chances last night. As it turned out, a lot of other people were too. He got into $3.20. But he'd been knocking on the door. A little bit of an opportunist, but he's a pretty good one. Yeah, look, his uh, performances uh, have been really first class, haven't they, uh, in recent times. He, he's been racing really well. And, and to be able to run down Rick Riley uh, the way he did was really a testament to uh, how good he's going because Rick Riley's been racing really well, but Huli Nien just uh, out-toughed him at the finish. Uh, it was a great performance, a 154.6 mile rate. Lead time was 44.1, 30.2, 29.9. 
28-4 and home in 26-8. Uh, the margins were ahead by three and a half. And Huli Nien, who's raced by uh, Shu May Thompson. Uh, good on her, Shu, Sue, Shu. She's racing, going really well with her team. And her and her husband, uh, Joe, uh, jo, uh, doing a fantastic job with their ownership as well. And Huli Nien uh, got the job done. Rick Riley found the lead. I thought it'd be really hard to beat. But uh, Huli Nien, as I said to his credit, was just able to um, get him right on the line. Jillaby Sylvester made up good ground from back in the field. Duke of Dundee, uh, fourth. Bulletproof Boy, I thought, was an eye-catching run. It was really hard for him to make ground when you're running 28-4 and 26-8 last two quarters. But uh, I thought his his performance was very strong and um, I wouldn't be dropping off him. But uh, also out of that race, it's back in the day. Um, he, he bled from uh, both nostrils. He, he's been ban- banned for life. So uh, we won't be seeing ba- it's back in the day, which is a shame for John Nicholson. He's worked pretty hard to, to get the horse back uh, at the track. But unfortunately, uh, due to uh, bleed, leading twice uh, in those two nostrils uh, has uh, stood him down for life. Rob, uh, one of the features was the Victoria Harness Racing Media Association Graham Goffin Memorial, race number six on the program. And uh, Polly put kettle on, was able to work her way to the top and uh, she was uh, very powerful in a 152.2 two mile rate. Back in the one deep lane, Common Curse, he was up running second at the bell. Back on the peg line, three back out, back shadow and five metres, Ruby Wingate 15 to 20 off the front. Polly put Kettle on 400 metres out, leads three metres 27.5 third quarter Saran's under pressure, Call On Me was gone, Monomia runs on and they were followed by Say What, then came Orby and Common Courtesy, a lot to do from out back shadow, Ruby Wingate, but Polly put Kettle on, straightens up 200 out, four metres to Saran, back to the inside, then came Monomia, Polly put Kettle on's going, great guns, they were 100 to go, and Polly put Kettle on goes on to win the Victorian Harness Racing Media Association Graham Gotham Memorial over Sarah Ann by four metres. Eight metres, Monomia, third a metre. Yeah, far too good for them. She uh, can produce a pretty quick last uh, quarter like she did at Geelong, but she showed she can sustain that, uh, Rob, with some outstanding sectional times. And, uh, look, she really cruised to the line. Uh, Sarah Ann, very good. And your man, Monomia, brave as well. It's pretty hard to be making ground when they're going... Uh, around 55 last halves, but she did a good job in, in making some ground. Yeah, look, uh, put it, uh, Polly put kettle on. Uh, I'm sort of going back. Uh, 2019 was racing around Mount Gambier, Victor Harbour, Strathalbum, Club Derby. The, the, uh, the, the, the progress this mayor has made has been uh, quite astonishing and uh, well done to Emma Stewart. They've done a great job with her. It was a mole rate of 152.2. She found the lead and uh, she gave nothing else a chance, did she? 7.1 lead time. The sectional times, 27-6 first quarter, I thought, well, that was okay. I thought uh, they might come back, but they never did come back, did they? 30.1 second quarter, 27-5 down the back, 27-6 home, an outstanding win. She's a daughter of uh, Courage Under Fire out of Smart Cruiser by Modern Art. So um, the Aaron Bain Racing Group are having a great run with their team and and well done to them. Sarah Ann was really brave uh, in defeat. She was able to get off the pegs and made her run three wide into the breeze and and really fought on well. Monomia, look, she, to be honest, Dan, she's just breaking the clock every week, but uh, as as you said, when when you're giving horses seven, eight lengths start every time in this class, it makes it almost impossible, but look, she's going really well. Orby was fourth. So what's going well, Dan? I I thought, you know, she's had a few runs back and, um, you know, I'd certainly be following her. I noticed they've sort of did, did 
did a vet examination after the race. I'm not sure if something was quite right wrong with her, but I, I still thought her run was very good. So, look, they're all going well, but, look, Polly put the kettle on. Uh, congratulations to the team, doing a great job. And Call Me has been stood down for 28 days, uh, pending a vet certificate and also one trial. She showed some gate speed but dropped uh, right out. Race number seven. Uh, this was the group three. It was the Ben Stud Standard Bread Rising Stars Pace Final. And I think the uh, the name of the race is apt to describe the winner, Hector. And a 45.1 lead time through the third quarter in 29.4. Hector leads the group three field down the Ferris Road side. Two metres in front of Ultimate Vinny. Three out Rosarito miss against the pegs. The Wolf awaits the run. Three back the inside. 70 and Ivory going well. So do Jets Art four back the pegs. And then in the surge, it'll be Dynamite behind those just Ralph. But Hector straightens up. Four metres in front from the Wolf. And Ultimate Vinny who runs a great race. It's Ebony and Ivory gets out, charges home. But Hector goes on to win it comfortably. Hector beats it's Ebony and Ivory seven metres. Great run, Ultimate Vinny. Yeah, Hector's now had the three starts with Emma Stewart and uh, and a perfect record and uh, and is getting better with each of those runs. He's a four-year-old by Better's Delight, Rob, and oh, he's got a bit of quality about him. He dominated the race from the front. Look, they didn't really go that hard, but he just looks like he's got that press button acceleration whenever they want it. Oh, there's some X factor there, isn't there? Like, you know, he's just uh, he's just doing it with ease and he's just doing it with brilliance. He's doing it with uh, stamina, speed uh, and just doing it easy. Yeah, yeah, just at the moment you sort of, you've got to sort of earmark and think, well, I wonder how far this horse is going to go. But right at the moment he, he's looking pretty impressive, no doubt. A mile rate of 156.6. 45 lead time, 31-3, 29-6, 29-5 and 26-8 home. The times really don't really reflect the easiness of his win last night. Uh, and uh, he's raced by um, Tony Vivas, uh, I think it is. I'm not sure where Tony's from, but uh, whatever he's got, he's got a very good horse uh, on his hand here in Hector. Uh, it's Ebony and Ivory, nice run for Johnny Yeomans. Uh, got home really nicely along the inside. Ultimate Vinny was brave, made a mid-race move to get outside the lead and battled on well. Uh, the Wolf uh, sat behind him uh, into fourth place and Jillaby Dynamite fifth. But uh, look, all uh, all honours to Hector. He's uh, he's a very, very good horse. And um, it'll be interesting to see what pathway they take with him. I'm not sure what he's qualified for moving forward. But, um, yeah, look, he's uh, he's got a lot of talent. Yeah, he's only a four-year-old as well. But, uh, you know, you get the feeling of certain horses that they can make it to the top grade. And I really think he's destined to get to that top level, Rob. Yeah, no doubt. He, as I said, he just um, everything that you, you look at him, and you know, I always sort of still come back a lot of times to not that it always makes uh, uh, makes always uh, sense uh, the bloodlines, but you know, he's he's out of a, a Christian Cullen mare, Camwood Blue Chip. Um, you know, by better's delight, you, you know that he's just got more upside to him. So yeah, look, you, you just don't know how far he'll go, but he, he's going to go a fair way. Okay, Rob, let's have a look at uh, the other three races on the program from Melton last night. Uh, Emma Stewart trained four winners on the card, Mark Pitt uh, with uh, with a double, but Cloud9 took out the first and took it out most impressively. It uh, it was a dominant performance. The winning margin was just shy of 25 metres. Oh, how impressive was he, Daddy? I actually was at Flemington uh, yesterday and um, I was sort of watching the race on the TV and at one stage I thought Mark Pitt nearly fell out of the cart on the home team. <laughs> but he he just, that uh, was just amazing. I mean, this horse has gone through, you know, some pretty big stables, Jason Grimson, Belinda McCarthy, and uh, wow, what a win last night. I mean, a mile rate of 153.7. 
44-1 lead time, 29-2, 28-9, 8 home. He won by over 24 metres. He, uh, he had a bit of problems pulling, I think, the plugs coming to the home turn. And, um, wow, he just uh, he just destroyed him. And here's another one out of a Christian Cullen mare by Better's Delight, a five-year-old. Very big win. Viola Boy led, uh, just couldn't match Cloud Nine, but even though he got beaten 24 metres, I still thought he was pretty brave hanging on for second. Foolish pleasure made up ground. Rocket Boy, Rocking Bugatti fifth. But uh, look, there's nothing more to uh, say other than the winner was outstanding. Cloud Nine, very big win. Uh, our Money Rocks was uh, stood down uh, for 28 days. Uh, vet certificate and, and one trial going a bit below par, finishing down the track. But Cloud Nine, a $3.50 favourite, uh, was a giant run to take up the first and really set up the night for uh, the uh, Emma Stewart Cab, who dominated with half the program, four of the eight winners uh, last night. Uh, the second event on the program, Rob, and... Um, well, Aldebaran Dino, he went around uh, from outside of the back line as, as the favourite here, but it was a bit of an upset. Hammers Law got out well and was able to, to lead all the way, trained by Sonia Smith and driven by Anthony Butt. Yeah, he's done a good job, uh, Hammers Law. I mean, he's an eight-year-old. He, he sort of raced here, went to South Australia, uh, found some confidence. He got sent back here, um, and obviously um, the, the stable sort of felt like uh, we'll, we'll leave him here for a while and see how he goes. They've uh, entrusted uh, Sonia Smith and Anthony Butt to look after him in recent weeks. And, you know, he, his win was outstanding last night. It was a mile rate of 158.1. 45-6 lead time, 31-1, 29-9, 28-9 and 28-9 home. And, you know, he did a good job. He found the front. Elder Dino, we know, is a very good horse. I mean, he's only had... He hasn't had a lot of racing, has he, really? He's, I think he's had nine starts or so. And, you know, for him to finish second uh, with, the, with the least experience, uh, he, he still was fantastic in defeat. Uh, Ruth and, and Noel are doing a great job with his horse and Chris. And uh, he finished second. But Hammers Law was just too quick and too slick for him. Down under... Barkers, who's been going really well of late. Uh, Brad Cross has done a good job with him, and um, he ran on from back in the field into third, Electra Jet fourth, and over Sun fifth. But uh, Hammers Law, very good win last night, and um, well done to the team. Sean Adams, who uh, races his horse, uh, defeating Elder Barandino. And uh, we've looked at the replays for races three through to seven, so we can wrap up the eighth event. Idyllic uh, was, wasn't sure what to make of his first up run, Rob. Uh, he was second up last night. Chris Elford had the drive, and uh, he probably had the right race, but he was able to bounce back. Yeah, very good win by Idyllic. He, um, he, he was back in the field. Uh, they went a mile right here of 154.3, seven seconds lead time, 28.8. 29-4, 28-8 and 28-2 home and um, he's raced by his big group of owners and um, well done to uh, the team and, and Idyllic who uh, had to pull out uh, very wide on the home turn from the tail of the field and he just came with this barnstorming run down the outside to, to get up and win. Magic Mike fell, fell uh, found the front after taking over the lead and um, he tried to pinch the brake, but uh, he, he sort of got the staggers the last few uh, strides. Uh, he finished third after leading. I'm Shadow Boxer was the one that came from back in the field into second spot. Aussie Playboy, who was racing handy fourth, and Daylight at Dawn fifth. But uh, idyllic, very good win. Look, he's a four-year-old by some beat somewhere, and um, you know he's still got uh, plenty of wins in store for him moving forward. Rob, uh, we'll just run through some of the results in Breeders' Crown uh, heats Friday night uh, for the three-year-olds. Uh, a lot of them, uh, well, they panned out, nearly all of them, didn't they, to the way that you would have thought interest-free was uh, was too good, got it too easy, defeated He's Charlie's Angel. 
Kafaji. Gee, I think Kafaji's found his mojo. Um, he uh, it was in the race. He's the son of a gun. Was, was quite disappointing, but Kafaji's back in terrific form. Captain Ravishing reeling off of that 26 uh, final quarter to beat Rip and, and Major Perry. Um, in the others, uh, Petty Aunt, wow, she knows how to win a race, doesn't she? She beat Beach Memories, who was huge, but she keeps making those little mistakes at the start, or she can do. And Cypher was dominant in her heat. Soho Historia uh, had the barrier draw and was able to dominate as well. And one of the more interesting races was uh, the race that Steno won. They did come home in 26.2. Amore Vita was f- having her first run with trainer Emma Stewart, and she was good, but maybe uh, the 26.2 was just a little bit too slick to give her a chance to reel in Steno. Yeah, look, Steno, um, you know, was well rated in front by uh, Jack Callahan, and, um, you know, uh, as you said, he, he let down with a 26.2 last quarter and more Vita just couldn't really accelerate even though she sort of picked up towards the end but uh, no she was a very good win Steno another very well bred filly by Sweet Lou out of Lady Waratah who's done a great job for the Diane Kelly and, and Bernie Kelly up in, um, in in New South Wales so uh, no she was very good as you mentioned Soho Astoria and Cypher we also had the uh, veterans drivers race the other night Danny uh, Star down under winning for uh, Peter Lindbergh and, and Deborah Wicks Moss. So that would have been a big thrill for Deborah. So well, well done to her as well in taking out the veteran driver's trot the other night, defeating Brian Gath with Lady Madge Lewis, uh, who'd won its last couple uh, of years. I think Brian and Jeff Webster finishing third. So um, well done. They, they did a great, uh, great show. But uh, it was certainly a very good performance. We've got a big meeting, haven't we, at uh, Maryborough today as well? Yeah, certainly is. And just on a note, with the, uh, the race they refer to as the veteran drivers, right? I think I'd get rid of the word veteran. I don't think anybody uh, that gets to a certain age likes to be referred to as veteran. So I think it should be the the legends drivers, right? To be truthful. Yeah, I, I was sort of thinking of Jeff Webster. I don't think he'd like to be seen as a veteran, would he? <laughs> no, <laughs> no, I don't think right. anyone yeah. would. Believe me. No, I hundred percent. I think it just just legends is the right right word for these people. Right word, no doubt about that. Uh, we we saw the. Uh, the Yarra Valley Cup too on uh, on Thursday, Dan. It was um, a really good performance here. Uh, they they did a good job. The club um, in under difficult circumstances in recent uh, recent weeks with all the flooding. We saw Hopeful Beauty. She was terrific, winning the Trotters Cup over one over all, and um, and then the Pacers Cup was a great result for Torrid Sane again, uh, defeating Make Wave and his ideal. Yeah, and uh, it's been a terrific week for Harness Racing, hasn't it? And today it continues. It's a it's a top program at Maryborough from races five all the way through to ten. The heats of the uh, the Breeders' Crown for the uh, the two year olds, and the stars are out there. Um, uh, the stars of the future. You got Tempting t- Tigress, a major delight. Uh, it just could be something else. This is. Uh, uh, a two-year-old filly who was unbeaten in six starts. Uh, what she did at Menangle last start was just quite extraordinary. Um, she might be the best two-year-old filly I've ever seen, Rob. Oh, she's special. Uh, look, there's no question about that. Uh, she's unbeaten what, from six attempts, I think, now. And, um, you know, she, what, what she's going to produce today. Uh, the race I'm really looking forward to today as well, Dan, is uh, race nine. I mean, the Lost Storm looks to be an exciting horse. School captain, uh, captain's knock, major celebrity. Uh, it's a very good race, uh, the ninth event. But the Lost Storm could be one that uh, bounces back here um, after getting defeated last start. Uh, 
Yeah, and they're all uh, by Captain Treacherous too, aren't they? The Lost Storm School Captain and Captain's Knock, as a few of the names do uh, suggest. And the last of it on the card will be the last of the uh, the three heats as well. It's got a, a bit of depth about it with uh, he's the one to watch, but no doubt the highlight, I think, is, is race number nine with the aforementioned horses. So that's today at uh, Maryborough with the first event scheduled to start at 10 past 12. It's a 10-event card. And, of course, on Tuesday, all the action goes across the Tasman to Addington Paceway with the New Zealand Trotting Cup. I think it's a fabulous field, uh, Rob, with uh, Mark Purden's self-assured Spankham, and he's throwing his three-year-old Akuda in, and I think if he can step, he's a terrific chance at around $9. Copy that's found his mojo again. He's won his last two since going back. Four-year-old's Old Town Road and BD Joe, and of course our own four-year-old Rock and Roll do in the lineup. It looks a fabulous race. Yeah, really looking forward to that uh, on uh, on Tuesday, Dan. Uh, certainly, uh, the 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 racing over in New Zealand, as we know, is uh, first class. I'm sure there's uh, a lot of uh, Australian people heading over there to uh, enjoy that week at Carnival. I know you've been that part of that uh, over the years, and um, looking forward to uh, to watching that and see how it all progresses throughout the week. And next uh, Saturday night at Melton, there'll be semi-finals of the uh, Breeders' Crown. Also, the Group Three. Graduate Mayor's uh, free-for-all and the RC Freestone Trotters free-for-all. So that's a huge card next Saturday night at Melton. And, of course, on the Sunday morning, we look forward to doing it all again, Rob, on the mile rate. Yeah, I think we covered plenty this morning. Happy harnessing, everyone, and enjoy uh, your week ahead.